All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to Ivers Takes. Today's episode is kind of a little different. So we got the podium. We're going to talk a lot more about it soon, but the podium, you're going to be hearing a lot more about it. Then we're just going to be talking sports, um, mostly baseball. You know, it's mid-baseball season, getting closer to playoffs. Um, We got a little bit of Goldschmidt for um, Triple Crown. We got pool host for seven hundy and we got Tatis finally made a statement. So I'm gonna hit the music, kick on the show, and let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Trevor, Welcome let's back. ride the podium. Yes, let's ride. Can you kind of tell me what the podium is? Yeah, the podium is going to be a fun little uh, segment in our in our podcast coming maybe once a week. We don't know at the moment. We're going to test some things out, but it's basically going to be three of our favorite, funniest, best ideas that kind of happen throughout the week and we're gonna give us give our average take on them um and we're gonna vote on it we're gonna let you guys vote on it we're gonna post it to socials instagram twitter tiktok maybe i don't know how tiktok's gonna work but podium it's gonna be a fun little thing trying to get you guys a little bit more interacted light-hearted average take talk in the building um, it's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be super fun, and I think you guys are gonna enjoy it a lot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we're all gonna bring up um, three topics. It could be somewhere from you missed the bus and you're pissed off and want to rant from on this day, uh, um, twenty five years ago, or it could just be like what happened in the news today. You know, it's not necessarily gonna be sports. It's not necessarily gonna be about life. It's just going to be topics that we think we could beat each other up. We're going to try to out-topic each other, and that's my goal, as always. Absolutely. So do we kind of want to get the topics rolling? We want to start with the podium. Do you want to – who wants to be our first podium on average takes? I think Roman does. I think Roman wants to be the first podium talk on average takes. And uh, I think I can handle it for sure. All right, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. Make sure you got first. Those. First thing on podium talks um, today. I don't know if you guys heard that there was a retirement in the NFL. Uh, get away from baseball for a little bit, but Shaquem Griffin, the man with one hand, single-handedly took the NFL a couple years ago and is now retiring from the game. Literally, you say single-handedly. <laughs> Literally. He's retired? I did not hear that. Yeah, yeah I heard that today. He's going to be uh, working and writing for the Players' Tribune. Going to be talking to like colleges about never giving up. You know, guy has one hand, made it to the NFL, and did fairly well. I mean, better than the average person would do. And he has one hand. I mean, pretty amazing. Um, big ups to him. Definitely legendary. Guy yeah, you know. Awesome story from um, him, and it's not every day where an athlete has one hand. Yeah. You know, you hear about sport. it. 
<laughs> um, you definitely hear about it. You know, Jim Abbott in baseball threw a no hitter or a perfect game. I can't remember with one hand. Um, and was a major league pitcher. And you know, the stories are, are always awesome. I can't wait to hear his player tribune stories and him talk about his life. And you know, from bullies to making the NFL. You know, every doubt in the world from the day you're born or whatever from um speaking on anyone's standpoint but from whatever happened injury wise or however you lose a limb or in that instance you know overcoming odds and those stories are great and for him to make the nfl start yeah. uh, for many years i think he played four seasons in the nfl a lot with the seahawks awesome story and great awesome topic in the podium yeah and i kind of messed up on there he didn't write He's not writing for the Players' Tribune. He wrote in the Players' Tribune that he's writing for the legendary committee. Talked to Roger Goodell. Got the big ups from him. That's okay. what he's doing. That's kind of cool, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to see a lot more from him coming up, too. So yes, that's going to be pretty cool. Trevor, you want to give us a go or you want me to go? I want you to go. <clears throat> All right. Well, podium. My topic is today is... 8-24-22, day, Kobe Bryant day. A lot of people yes, are celebrating um, the late great legend, Laker for life, um, one of the greatest basketball players to ever walk this earth. The greatest. And Kobe Bryant's name was in the news today for other reasons, you know, passed away in a helicopter accident. Um, But the reason I'm bringing this topic to the podium is that Vanessa Bryant, his wife um, won her lawsuit against the companies and people who released the footages before um, and like kind of who leaked it to the press and probably the press, but she won $16 million. um, And it was kind of cool. It was announced on 824 Kobe Bryant day. So she won it um, and deservingly. So, you know, you never want to hear about news like that. And, we were kind of talking about before the podcast, would it be that much if it wasn't another like just person on the street? Like, no, obviously not. But you have to take into account of all the money that was made behind this, the the video that was sold, the money, all the ads and the views that that video and pictures re- reproduced for that company. So, you know, $16 million is probably not enough for um, the pain and suffering plus all the money that those companies made. I mean, you never, you can never ballpark that number. I mean, I can't at least. Oh yeah, definitely. You can never ballpark or give a money amount for somebody. I'm, glad, I'm definitely glad she um, won like this, this um, circumstance sucks. Um, but I'm happy for her and the family. That's a lot of money. And, you know, they do great things, the Bryants, and they have a lot of foundations and stuff like that. So I'm sure she'll be donating it and using that money correctly. So I think that's awesome. But that is my first podium topic. Yeah, no, that's that's so awesome. Um, She probably should have gotten more. um, But, I mean, we're talking $16 million. Um, It was super tragic when that news broke and for her to find out through like media outlets like that is you, that's something you never really want to like hear or even think about. Um, so I'm glad that she won. I'm glad that 
the family is getting that money. And yeah, like you're saying, they have a lot of foundations. They do a lot for the community. Kobe was always a great community person. LA literally loves Kobe Bryant. Um, it was a tragic day when that happened. And yeah, RIP Kobe. Definitely well-deserving RIP. I guess it's my turn. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're on the podium. Let's hear it. <clears throat> um, a couple days ago, I tweeted out, um, if you don't follow me on Twitter, it's at Shenny11ends. Give me a follow. Um, my tweet was, breaking news. I have been cursed for the greater good of the whole city of San Diego. I hereby announce that I am done watching Padre games for the rest of the year in order for the rest of the city to have happiness. Please, no comments at this time. So my podium talk is I am done watching the Padres for the rest of the year. They are dead to me. Playoffs won't even happen because I'm not even going to watch them. Um, Low-key in the back of my mind, hoping for a little bit of reverse jinx, but hasn't happened. Um, Team's dead to me. I don't want to watch them anymore. Um, Juan Soto fell off a camel, hurt his back. (laughs) Like that's just the type of season the Padres are having. So, all right, Trevor. So you're bringing this up. You last year, this at the same exact time, you did the same exact thing, and the worst case happened. So, I'm trying to get this out of the way early and as fast as I can. But Trevor, are you already? Are you ready to officially cancel the Padres' 2022 season? Cancel. Oh. Hundred percent. Um, I'm already looking towards 2023. I I can promise you that I'm not gonna watch a Padres game until 2023. Even if they do make the playoffs, I won't watch any game. Um, I for sure will. I'm they not just going they just this. break my heart every time. You know, like I expect them to do um just score a run. Even I just, I honestly expect them to score one run, and this still doesn't happen. So. I'm just done watching them. They are dead to me. Um, I'll see you guys next year, and I'll be back with some great takes because I always have the best takes. All right, well, can't wait for that moment. <laughs> a long time away because I still got a lot of watching to do. Um, yes. But you're right. The Padres are not playing good, and it's been very disappointing as of right now. And no, today but, but- is officially the worst part of the season. It's at the lowest of the low. I'm hoping they could turn it around, but as of right now, yeah. And the happiness in my everyday life has gone up ever since I stopped watching the Padres. So, I mean, my life. You know that the Padres are always in the back of your head, and you always are wondering what the score is of the game. No, no, don't worry, don't worry. I'm I'm up on the stats. I know how many games (laughs) up or back we are in the wild card. I'm just not watching them play because it just irks me and it pisses me off when you can't hit a 94-mile-per-hour fastball right down the middle and you get paid $2 million to do that. so Millions. 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 And you got fucking high school kids hitting 400-foot bombs off 94 right down the middle. So it just pisses me off. The team has no heart. They're a bunch of eye guys. Um, They're definitely playing for the name on the back of their jersey, not the name on the front of their jersey. Um, So, yeah. Padres are dead to me. I'm not watching another game the rest of the year. I'll see you guys in 2023. I think that's how every Padre fan feels right now. All right, moving on. Did you guys have any like topics that almost was your topic or didn't make it that was not on the podium, but just in case someone stole yours? 
because I do. I just was asking if you, someone want to say it before. Um, I, I had one earlier, but I don't remember what it was. Honestly, mine was going to bed at night. You know, you can never take that for granted to be able to tuck yourself into bed, hit off the lights, and, you know, just enjoy sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, my topic was going to be the Migos. Um, we don't really talk a lot about music, but Migos and Jeopardy. I don't think they're going to, they're, uh, group anymore. Oh, no, I haven't been a group for a while. I, I, I know. I mean, yes, Take Off and Quavo dropped a song and they said they're going to drop an album, but officially Offset filed um, a lawsuit with his former record or his record label Q-C? because they're stopping him from releasing his solo album. They don't want this to leak right now, I guess. I, I don't think they want to release him from contract with amigos or whatever. And he's trying to own all his own music. So I'm hearing it's sticky situations over there for me goes. Oh, that's scary. That's not oh. what I like to hear. Not what I like to we hear. Had, we're we all had big, years of good music. We we're all huge fans of Migos. Me and Shenny uh, in high school, I think sophomore year, he got his license before me and I would show up to school like 630 and it would just be me and him listening to YRN. Every day. Every single day. <laughs> just the same, the same album every single day, me and him at the radio is that the loudest it could be. Six o'clock six, in the morning. Six, six o'clock in the morning. At least six forty-five a.m. We were right before first period. <laughs> Absolutely. I still remember my favorite song. Uh. <laughs> uh. You forgot the. You forgot the lyrics. No, I ain't saying the lyrics. I ain't saying the lyrics. <laughs> this is recording. I ain't saying the lyrics. I just love you're like I can't remember my favorite song. Uh that was that's Me awesome go. right there. Miko. That, that's awesome, Trevor. That was hilarious. I thought you were gonna throw at least a couple at words. Least a couple, you, you were just like, uh maybe an ad. No one's gonna something. know what song you're talking about. That's wild. Tink tink. They should know by that. <laughs> bars, 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 tink tink bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were looking for. Instead, you hit. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's that's all they're saying, basically. Oh, dead. Tyler's gonna get a kick out of that. Tyler used to join us sometimes. So if you're watching Tyler, I hope you're dying laughing. <laughs> all right, now we're getting back into MLB in the sports side. We got Goldie fighting for a triple crown. Goldie does up there. <laughs> He is up there in the NL. It hasn't been a long time since someone's done in the NL and he's damn close in average homers and RBIs. He's either one or two in every category. How old is this man? 31. Yeah. 31 or 32. Spent most of his career on the D backs is finally breaking out of his shell. Cause it feels like he was like trending older. Like they were like, Hmm. Goldschmidt's all right, all right. He's finally having like holy shit, all Goldschmidt, holy holy gold shit. Yeah, he's killing first base right now. No, he is absolutely no one. No one leads. He leads the league in average. He's number two in home runs, and I think he's number two in RBIs. And he's only, 
I think he's only three home runs away and two RBIs away. Yeah. Um, he can do that in one game if we're being realistic. Yeah, he can do that in one Absolutely. game. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. It's a hard game, but yeah, obviously he could do it. He's not that far. Like you said, three homers, two RBIs, leads an average. It's close. And Damn, I thought the, he was way old. He's 34. 34. Okay. Uh, we're, once you get past 30, it's all. I thought same. he was like 40. Though. It's all yeah, relative. You're, you're getting all. But 34, I mean, he's having a great year. Yeah. Um, Cardinals are very successful right now and leading that division. Um, Brewers. Yeah. Who had the Cardinals card? winning? You, Bob? Or was it me? I can't remember. I think I was big on the Brewers. So. I can't remember. I'll have to dig through the tapes. I was because I was looking at the standings the other day and I was like, damn, remember when we had that podcast where we kind of guessed the standings and a couple of divisions we were way wrong on. So I think I was I'm hype on the Brewers too. Yeah. We're we're way wrong. On yeah. Way um, wrong, but that's that's okay because you know average shake saves the day. Saves the I mean, day. it's 162 games. It's the longest season in all sports. And yeah, we don't know who's going to test positive for steroids. Um, we don't know, don't who know who's going to get hurt. Nope. Don't know who's going to get traded. You know, you don't know who's going to lead the league and getting shut out. <laughs> we don't know that either. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Some of those times. And why? Just... Why isn't there a stat? Like I tried to look it up on Google. There is nothing I can find on teams that get shut out the most. All I can find is teams who do the most shutouts and pisses well, give, me off. Can you give us that answer? Teams that have the most shutouts at the moment from starting pitchers, it's the angels, which is shocking to me. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. I was not expecting that answer. You're no, kidding, right? I'm not kidding. The angels have two shutouts by starting pitchers. And oh, that's like easily game. Yeah. Complete game. Yeah. Shutout. Uh, yeah, I knew that. Um, um, but still, the Padres have eight, eight times the Padres have been shut out four times from April to July, and then four times in this month of August. So, doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, and that's why that's part of the reason why I am done watching them. Okay, yeah, we're not talking about the Padres. Um, <laughs> so speaking of the Cardinals, <laughs> this past season they signed. One of their legends, former legend, um, Albert Pujols, joined the team on a one-year deal. Just kind of got hot. So Albert Pujols, in what would say his 20th, is it his 20th year? Over 20? 20-something? He's old, 42. But Albert Pujols is seven home runs away from joining the 700 home run club. 300 and or 693 almost got my dyslexia there holy cow caught it though um but albert pulhos just had the best 10 game stretch of his entire career 21 years by the way sorry 21 years 21 years can you tell me how many mvps albert pulhos has won mm. i want to say three by the way that is 700 divided by 20. I know you know it's a lot when I had to click on view more awards. Yeah. He averaged 33 home runs a year. 
three. He 2005, 2008, 2009, all yeah, in so the NL. Yeah, so he has won three MVPs. And in his 21st year, he has just had the best 10-game stretch of his entire career. That mind boggles me. So now I'm going to present an idea that I haven't really heard too many people talk about. But because it's fake news, and I don't like that you think like this. Albert Pujols is now seven home runs away from getting to the seven home or seven hundred home run club. Is MLB giving Albert <laughs> Pujols juice baseballs? No, no, I repeat, no. Is MLB giving Albert Pujols juice baseballs? All of a sudden, he's having a great year. He's having a great second half. MLB goes, you know what? He's not that far away. He hasn't been this good in like six seasons. He knows he's on his way out. This is his no, that makes, season. That makes a lot of sense because his he, teammate, Paul Goldschmidt, heart all out. out is hitting 335. We're feeding the Cardinals juice baseballs. Yep. Hate that. And we're Let's get them to the, the playoffs. Out. We're walking the legends out this year. I'm Man. telling you, today. No. On 824, <laughs> I book in the Cardinals as World Series champions. Okay. All right. All right, buddy. Because <laughs> everybody's giving them juice baseballs. They want to walk legends out. Nolan Arenado gets his first ring, gets a shit on the Rockies. It makes too much sense. NFL has script writers, so does the MLB. And it is I hate that. I hate beautiful that. Beautiful right now. I mean, it makes a little bit of sense knowing his it's what his teammate is doing. It's a beautiful baseball city. St. Louis is a huge baseball city. Yachty, Uncle Charlie, Albert Pujols, three MLB legends all walk away with a ring. Don't take away. Are from you players. kidding me? Don't They're already feeding them players. juice baseballs. They're going to have the MVP. Nolan's one of the best third basemen in the league. I'm writing it now. I'm giving my average take That's average take on this. That is a disgrace. It's my way too early, little late pick. Um, I'm just wondering, has he been tested for steroids? <laughs> Costable? Question mark? Question mark, exactly. Maybe he had a ringworm. MLB, MLB suspended six like young kids for steroids recently. I don't know, Maybe but kids. what MLB will say to cover it up was, oh, he was in the home run derby. He got his home run swing dialed in, and he's just been on a tear ever since the All-Star game. Yep. Me and, and Bob, me and Bob witnessed it firsthand at the home run derby. He was hitting some bombs for a 42-year-old. He's probably He can probably hit the ball the farthest for a 42-year-old in the world right now. And for him to go out there and – it's been every night. It feels like I go on Instagram. Albert Pujols, other home run. Albert Pujols, other home run. And I'm just like, when is this man gonna stop? They call him the machine for a reason, and it seems like it's getting another gear right now. Yeah, absolutely. Or the balls are juice. guys on a mission. He's on a mission. He wants, to get, he wants to get 700 before he retires. I hope he gets. I really do. I. That's He's so got 40 legendary. games left. So Seven legendary. home runs is attainable. Attainable. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, with juice baseballs, it's easy. No, don't take away from Albert Pujols and all of his legendary. I'm just saying, MLB picked a random time last year to intro juice balls. And and what better way to get your ratings up than let this legend get to 700 and then and boom, this, playoffs happen. Those, those games get ratings. The Mickey game earlier this year, all those videos were everywhere worldwide. Every end showed Miggy getting his 500 double, his 3,000th hit. Everyone showed it. Our so, Bulls, three-time MVP for the last 21 years has been playing baseball. A lot of people are going to tune in for number 700. Question, though, do postseason home runs count or no? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know either, so... I mean, if he gets, what if he hits seven hundred in like a wild card game to win the game or something? Like, how script writing? How script writing is that? How script wrote is that? Or World Series game winner number seven hundred? What no, if he wait. gets seven in the next week and then he dies down and then the juice balls <laughs> Whoa, comes seven in the next week? Yes, that's <laughs> one a day. Get? He's got like four in the last week. week and then dies and I almost I thought you were gonna end right there. No, and then like his streak dies out, and then your juice balls claim will be correct because then they just gave him juice balls to get to 700 and then they took him away. I think it's a good storyline for September baseball when no one wants to watch. Absolutely. Especially me. You watch the clip though. No, you do. You guys are sounding too good. All right, speaking of clips, I've been seeing a lot about Philly's prospect, Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah. And that unranked prospect is a killer. Oh, my God. I I always joke about this because I hate when people do that. We all know he's having a rehab stint. I we all know out, he's going to hit a bomb. I tweeted it out on average shakes. So that's why I'm making fun of it is because it was my tweet on the account. Um, but I thought it was I. Everyone was doing it, so I kind of reworded it my own way. Um, but he's about to be back, and the Phillies are fighting for playoffs. They're in wild card. They're fighting with us, the Padres, fighting with the Brewers. Obviously, there's three spots this year. We're all fighting. Um, and the Braves have one locked as of right now. Braves got it locked. Slash Mets, they got it locked. Yeah. I mean, we could see Mets of last year and Braves take it. So, I mean, as of right now, it's do or die because this is right when the hottest team wins it all. Like, legit. Speaking of fucking uh, Bryce Harper coming back and Phillies are being good. But it's from this point, you have to turn it on now through October. Absolutely. End of August, all of September, you have to be on killer mode because if you're not – you're going to fall off like the Padres have. The Padres are known to die off in August, September. They're showing the signs right now that that's what's happening. Happened last year. You have to be a killer in the months that the hunters are out. Yeah. It's kill or be killed. And that's September baseball. The hottest team wins we've seen. Nationals a couple years ago, all of a sudden, worst team in baseball, the best team in baseball. Hottest teams win. Red Sox, a couple years ago, stormed through the season. Last month of baseball, we're playing damn near perfect. 
you have to play perfect ball through September. It's always, and I know it's cliche, but it if you're playing the the hottest ball in September slash October, you are the most dangerous team. And most of those teams that are playing their best baseball in those months tend to have deep runs in, in the postseason. In every sport, honestly. Basketball, football. We saw it last year, even in the NFL. The Bengals, who? You know, they make the Super Bowl. Get hot at the right time. Hot at the right time. The Braves, no Acuna, everyone shut them out. You guys suck. You guys are done. Boom, they win a World Series. Um, No Mickey Mouse either. They won that shit. all All right um last thing i want to talk about on the podcast and i'm gonna leave it up to discussion but fernando tatis finally made his media announcement made it public talked about how much he's failed um how the best days of his life have now turned into his worst and darkest nightmares sad to see because this kid is so full of brightness when you're watching him play, and he's legit my favorite player. Like, it's hard to say someone who's younger than you is your favorite player, but he is, and it's because of how good he is at this stupid sport, and it sucks seeing him that way. Um, but I think it was I think it was good what he said. I don't think he messed up um, saying anything. He totally gave for uh, – I felt like he, uh, I forgave him because he gave such a like deep um, take, I guess. I don't know. I think he messed up, and it seems like he understands how much he messed up. Yeah, yeah. man. You're right. I don't know. I kind of got lost there for a second trying to figure out because it, it just sucks to, you know, you're so mad at somebody, but he's 23. He fucks up. I mean, we all know we fuck up. We're kids. It's hard to be like, Tatis, how could you when, you know, I don't even put a bandaid on my cut. My leg could get infected, but how could I? You know, the I don't follow every rule. No one does. Life isn't fun that way. Got to learn lessons somehow. You have to learn lessons when you fuck up, though. Like, if you fuck up at work, you're going to be told you fucked up. Yeah, this is his job. Um, I know we're all fans, but we all seem to be critiques of his job too, and it sucks. But that's what sports are. Um, but it definitely sucks as a personality on this side because my favorite player did one of the worst things you can do in a sport. Um, but I think we'll get over this. I think the fans will get over it. The city. And I think next year he's going to come back with a chip on his shoulder because he missed a lot of baseball over the last couple seasons, and especially the last year. Yeah, you don't train the off season. Didn't get spring training. Didn't get a season. Got three games at Double A this year. Like that's going to leave you in a dark place for a while, and he's going to have to crawl about with his big boy pants on. The best thing he said in which we preached a week uh, or the week that it was announced was most of his offseason will be in San Diego. And that is what I said had to fucking happen. And another thing, I don't know if we talked about it that day, but he's also having shoulder surgery. We talked about this last year. 
I didn't really want the shoulder surgery because I think it would have pushed off the next season. But at this point, it's he's already pushing off for the next year. Where exactly. He's missing 30 games next year. At this point, the team's not making fucking playoffs, so he's going to miss 32 games next season. Um, and, yeah, get the surgery. The wrist will be healed. The shoulder will be healed. Tatis, he should be good to go. He comes back. And, you know, ne- uh, the um, season schedule drop for next year. I fucking love it. It's going to be a lot of travel for the boys. It's going to be hard, but it is beautiful. We play the division three series in your division. So we play a total of what? Nine or 10 games versus the Dodgers instead of 18. Love that. Love that. I love that. And we get to face more other teams. I want to see a variance. I want to see how good we are. You know, go travel to New York. Take on the Yankees. Go take on the Red Sox. I want to see how good you are. Yeah, no, I love that. Uh, the interleague stuff. We play pretty much every team. It's going to be a good test for us to see how we are at that point of the season. And the, the games that the Padres suck most at is division. I I know. We all get, we shit our pants playing division. Division right? games, bro. We, it was a huge problem last year. We sucked versus yes. sucky teams, the, the two sucky teams in our division. We sucked versus the Dodgers because they came back and just swept our ass and are still beating the shit out of us. But we don't see them. We have a more schedule, an actual full schedule. I think that's so much better. I mean, yeah, the travel might suck. The players might not like it. But for fans, I love it. I want to see more pl- more teams. I think the players will like it too. More competition. No, nah, they don't think like it's that. Travel. They're fucking it's travel. They're travel. Fucking... More time on a plane. Damn. They're pansies. They're pansies about that shit. Because what? Because what the rule was before is you, you had one or two, interleague, um, series a season, but. It, or maybe like three or something like that. I can't remember how many, but you wouldn't play that many teams from East Coast to West Coast. No, but it's good now because, you know, back in the day, you never faced anyone from the AL and you didn't face anyone from the NL. So when you get to World Series, you're like, I've never seen this guy in my life. I've never, I don't even know what his tendencies are. And it, I mean, at the f- forefront of it, it truly is the best team wins. You know, if you're the better team, you're going to go in there and dominate. Um, but now with all these superstars kind of spread out everywhere, um, it's going to be fun to see. And like marketing wise, New York doesn't get to see Fernando Tatis ever, unless you're a Mets fan, which in New York, there is 75% Yankees fans. So now you get to see these guys in person live, you know, you get to feel the atmosphere because those are type of teams that you'll face in the playoffs. Um, from NLAL's perspective, it's going to be World Series. Those are the type of teams you'll face in the World Series. So it's nice to be able to experience that atmosphere in those stadiums. Um, some guys maybe haven't played in those legendary stadiums, such as Fenway Park or I'm not. I'm not, that's it. Probably that's it. <laughs> no, Yankee but I, I definitely agree no, with Yankee what you're saying. Sucks. You know, a lot of teams. And fans don't get to see how good our players are, or we don't get to see how good their players yeah, are. Yeah, all so. they do is just bitch and complain. Oh, 
I've seen Tatis on it on MLB's Instagram for the last five days. Blah 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 blah. My yeah, my I'm you could continue. My bad. Maybe because he's good, or in next year's case, we get Soto for a whole fucking season, which is going to be absolutely insane. Um, because I'm already looking towards next season. That's why I'm bringing this shit up. But um, my favorite part about it is that. We're not going to have to face a team in playoffs who we faced 18 times already this season. Yeah. I don't, that's not fun. You know, the Dodgers knew exactly how we played. As soon as we got to playoffs, they'd seen us 18 times. They have the best coaches and the best, obviously, system are, are way better than the Padres because they knew us in and out. Like, because from the second half of the season onward, they just beat our ass playoffs was easy two years ago, whatever, when we were in playoffs. Last year, second half just beat our ass. Like, I don't want to see a team 18 times. I really no, don't. I don't yeah, want to. I, I definitely like that part of the schedule for next year. Um, that's going to be awesome. Um, going back to the Tatis statements and stuff, um, truly for me, it, Taking steroids doesn't really affect me. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. He's out 80 games. It's it's tragic to the team. We expected him to be back. But some guys, you know, it just shit happens, you know. Our team shouldn't our team shouldn't need one person to come back where we need to have him, you know. We should be built enough where if we lose this guy, we're good enough to be able to compete. Um Tatis Yes, he's a generational talent. Yes, he's 23. Yes, he's going to make mistakes. But we should um, be good enough to be competing right now with all these names we got. No, exactly. Like, we made moves that I personally would have made if I was in AJ Preller's position um, to acquire superstars, which is all that you can ask for is put your team in the best position to win and let's see what happens. Um, so for the fans that are bashing him and shit, um, I'm gonna bash you because you're you're a bunch of idiots. You know, you're just bashing on this 23 year old kid. If I ever see Tatis in public, you know what I'm gonna do to him? Hey, what's up, bro? You're my favorite player. Go have a hell of a year next year. I have all the trust and faith in you. I'm going to give him every bit of confidence I can to to him because all these people who are fans of him, who have been fans of the Padres, all they're doing is just tearing down his name fuck you fuck you you're a piece of shit you don't care about us you don't care about this you don't care about that blah 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 it doesn't really matter he doesn't care about you if we're being honest he really doesn't give two fucks about you i'm offering close to ball see if he's learned his lesson that's exactly i'm gonna give him a he talked about what happened he actually took a cream like wrongly yeah he didn't discuss it with padres doctors and so he messed up he knew that it was a mess up um, and it's his fault. He fucked up and he took accountability. He took ownership. He blamed himself. And that's the only person you can blame in this situation is yourself. So I'm glad he finally took ownership of it. I'm glad he was apologetic about it. And I think he had a grown man answer for his problems. He messed up. He realizes that he was being selfish for the last year. He's going to have surgery. He's going to spend all or most of his time in San Diego slash Arizona rehabbing. I think that's the best move for him. He went out in the public and said, 
boom, boom, boom. I'm doing these, this, and that. And I think that was the right move. He said everything he had to. I'm happy. He said shoulder surgery ASAP so he can get it done out of the way, can start rehabbing and get back into baseball, get back to being Fernando Tatis, forget about this bullshit, and I'm over it. I mean, yes, please. Padres are already moving him off of all that bullshit, and we talked about it because I talked about it And when he tested positive. Is he going to be the face of the Padres? And they're already making a statement, no, we're not going to be seeing a lot of the Tatis stuff as we did in prior seasons. But Which I think it's bullshit. No, I think they need to expand it. It's not just Fernando Tatis on this damn team. Manny Machado has been an all-star back-to-back season. He started this year, third base. Joe Musgrove is an all-star in a city that he is born and raised and attended games in his entire life. That's a star that you could fucking build around. We now have Juan Soto, who is deemed the biggest trade in MLB history since Babe Ruth was purchased they've talked like this is shit that's been talked about Padres are way too good to not be a playoff team and it's terribly annoying and I don't even want to talk about how bad they are and you're right what you tweeted today you said they're playing for the name on their back and not the name on their chest if that is what it seems like they are a bunch of eye guys right now and they're not playing for the logo the San Diego the Padres doesn't seem like that right now. It seems like, yeah, they might be trying too hard, but it's the worst part of the year. Tatis, get, they need to get him out of their head. It's them in that building. They could only do as much as they can do. Um, and they're all they're all off right now from top to bottom. Haters off. No one can hit. Starting pitching has been actually pretty good until today. Like today, Blake Snell sucked. But so for was, the first it, time in a couple months, though, which yeah. I appreciate, I will I will take that. If you suck for one time in a couple months, I'll take that. I and understand starting pitching hasn't sucked since we played the Dodgers and Mike Clev got shelled in the last pitch. Yeah, and I understand like baseball, you know, guys cannot be perfect for 162 games. I get that we're going through a, a bad stretch, but I mean, if you look at the history of the San Diego Padres. 2019, 2021, and now this year, when it comes to August and September, we are horrendous. Like, we are, can't figure shit out. Um, Guys are taking swings that are just not good, you know? It's, baseball is a game of failure, and once these guys learn how to fail, that's when they're going to start to understand, oh, we're kind of good. We are very yes, good at this. They game. hang their heads for too long, dude. I don't know. They if check it's... out once and the, their whole game is fucked. Yeah, I mean a little bit of that. Um, a little bit. I'll put on Bob Melvin. He he has been making shaky decisions pitching wise, which has affected our games. Um, but I can't put it all on Bob Melvin because I truly believe in Bob Melvin. I think what he has going for the Padres is great. Um, he handles teams well way better than our past managers have ever handled teams um so if we it's can gonna show though this this next month is it hasn't a manager problem no it hasn't and no, september like, is way harder though like september is, the padres are on the same track like you said 19 21 22 it's been the same story 
were hot the beginning of the year, off to a great start. End of the year, off to or finished with the worst ending. No possible, possible. Like last year was one of the worst fall offs. It could repeat. It could, and I, I mean, I mean, and we haven't been. It doesn't seem like we've been good since July. Yeah, really hasn't. It, it the last two months. The Padres haven't been playing good baseball, and so they need to snap the hell out of it. Yeah, and it, we have and it, weeks and spurts and days, but they need to come around and be a baseball team. They're not all, right now, and it really only takes one game to turn stuff around like this. Where oh, we we explode for 12, 13 runs in one game. Wow, this team knows how to hit now, and hitting is very contagious. So when everyone's hitting, you'll see those eight to nine, ten game like run scored that we have, and I mean that's gonna help the pitching. That's gonna help everything. Um, we should scoring five or six runs should win you a ball game seventy percent of the time. You know. So, yeah, it sucks. It sucks in the games that we were like winning. Hater fucked up, and then now. Bats aren't hot. Bats aren't hot. And we're getting to that point where every game matters. Yes. We're no longer at like, oh, we'll catch up next time. Like, nope, we're way too far out of division and we're falling out of wild card. And right now this train feels like it has no brakes. No brakes all going all downhill. It's when you're on a skateboard and you're riding down a hill and you you have no brakes. All you do is eat shit. Yeah, use we're middle speed wobbles right now. Can we correct it? Yep, exactly. Can we correct Um, the speed wobbles? Because if not, we're gonna eat shit. (laughs) We're gonna eat shit hard for a long time, and we're just not. The recovery is gonna be long and hard. Oh, way (laughs) long, (laughs) way long, and way hard. All right, well, that's what she said. That makes me excited for football season, though, because baseball <laughs> season's ending. Um, football pods are coming up. We got pickums coming up. Let's go. Um, I hope we like the podium today. We we're going to start doing that once a week. We talked about it. Um, so, yeah, hopefully keep bringing you two pods a week, bring you some podium, some pickums, and some more content over the over the year. Yeah, and I hope I hope you I hope you boys and girls are ready because I'm going to crush football season like I did last year. Roman was trying to tell me I'm not gonna have a one by my name. I'm gonna have a one right by my face every single week. No, because football season is here and I am going to hammer it. Good luck, buddy. Hammer it. We'll we'll be talking more pick'em soon in football schedule and playoffs, but for now. There's nothing wrong with being average. I hope you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Yes, sir. Deuces. We out. Shenny Steelers. Chargers.